quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. I think that demonstrating to your tenants that you care, communicating with your tenants, establishing how you want that relationship to be handled moving forward can go such a long way in making the tenants happier and making them better tenants. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Best ever listeners, welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Slocum Reed and today I'm here with Dave Spooner. Dave is based in Cincinnati, Ohio, like me, and his company is Inago, which is a free rental management software for small to mid-sized independent landlords. He also has a rental portfolio of eight units, two triplexes and a duplex here in the Cincinnati area. Dave, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and a quick synopsis of Inago? Yeah, no problem. And first of all, thanks a bunch for having me. So I'm very excited to be here. So I am one of the co-founders of Inago. We started the company in January of 2017. We kept hearing again and again from landlords how difficult it was for them to find software that was not only affordable and had the features that they needed, like online payments and tenant screening and document signing, communicating with tenants, et cetera, but was also affordable and easy to use. So we decided back in January of 2017 to try to provide that for landlords. And we've been hard at it ever since and have helped tens of thousands of landlords and tenants and really happy with what we've been able to do with the market. Cool. So Dave, we're going to have to fast forward six plus years here to the second half of 2023. The market for free property management software is a little more crowded than it was six years ago. I speak from experience when I say that. I've actually never personally used a free property management software, but when I was scaling my portfolio, I was looking for very affordable options at the time and have now scaled through a couple of the larger operations. And I'm currently very happy with Appfolio for management software. I may not be your target demographic though. We have other big names in the space when it comes to free property management software now. I'll let you name drop them first, since I'm asking you to compare yourself to your competition. But what is it that differentiates Inago from those other options that are now available six years after you founded Inago? Yeah, absolutely. When we first started, there was really only one other player in the market in sort of the free space, and that was Cozy, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners that have been in the property management and investing space for a long time are very familiar with. We were big admirers of Cozy. They ended up getting purchased by Apartments.com. Since then, there certainly have been some that have cropped up. I could be wrong in this because it changes so rapidly, but I believe we're the only truly free one these days. I think the rest have some sort of freemium model or pay for particular features. We are truly free. We work with some landlords that have just a couple of units and landlords that have as many as three, 4,000 units, and they use the same software and none of them pay anything for it. So it is a little bit different in that regard. But that's not the most important point. I think the most important point is that we really realized that landlords are DIYers. That was sort of the aha moment that we had. Is that it's not like going to sell software to an accountant that went and got an accounting degree or an engineer that went and got an engineering degree. Most people that invest in rental properties have a nine to five job on the other side. 
or at least that's how they got started. If they're now full-time, that's how they learn the ropes. It's through listening to podcasts like yours. It's through reading books. It's through doing it themselves. And because of that, we realized two things about them. One is that they were very resistant to high costs, which is why we made Inago free. And the other thing is that these landlords all have different systems in place. They have different ways of doing things, but they also simultaneously have very little time because they work a nine to five usually. So it was really important to us that we made Inago in a way that provided a depth within a feature that it's not just, hey, charge $50 late fees on the fifth. It's I want to charge a percentage fee or I want to charge a repeating $5 fee or I want to charge both or I want to have this other fee pop in. You need to be able to handle all of those situations and you need to do it in a way that is really seamless and simple and easy to use. And we have put so much focus and attention in doing that and building it that way. I think if you get on and use Inago, you notice that difference. You say, oh, this makes sense. I want to click here and the thing that I mean to click pops right up for me. The thing that I'm looking for is right there. So we really just invested more heavily when we roll out a new feature. It takes a little bit longer than some of our competitors because we're putting a lot of testing into it. We're trying different things. We're working with our designers. We're working with live landlords. We want to make sure that it's exactly what a landlord needs, both in its simplicity and in its complexity. And I think that's the big difference with Inago, that if you start playing around with it, you can really see right away. Dave, I end up giving advice to a lot of aspiring and up-and-coming landlords, people who it sounds like Inago was designed to serve, the ones who have a full-time job and are owner-operating a very small rental portfolio nights and weekends themselves. When I get asked about free or freemium property management softwares, what I have told them the past few years, and I'm saying this, Dave, so that you can correct me where I'm wrong and tell me how Inago is different from the advice I've been giving. What I've been telling the people I know who come to me for advice is that a free property management software can do a couple of things pretty well for you. That is help you syndicate online rental listings and attract prospective tenants, and they can facilitate online rent collection. Outside of that, and possibly giving you a messaging platform, but frankly, when you have 10, 20 tenants and you're doing everything yourself, your cell phone is a messaging platform. Outside of that, if you want more than that, you should find a platform that you're paying for because it will be more robust. And as you scale and you have greater needs and you're bringing on employees or virtual assistants, or you're trying to use a platform that could endorse maintenance requests to particular contractors, you're going to need a platform that you're paying for because it will be more robust and it will absolutely make up for what you're paying for it and how much easier it makes it for you to own or operate. Please dissect what I just said, Dave, and tell me and our listeners where I'm wrong. Well, I think that what you're pointing to is that you need the company to be making enough money to provide high quality software. That's really it. And that if you're using some free shovelware software that's just trying to get a quick buck through some particular freemium service or trying to move you into it, that it might not be worth it. Or if they're just ad supported or something like that. The difference is that we do make money. 
So while we're free for landlords, we charge a transaction fee when a tenant pays online. It's two bucks for ACH. It's 2.99% for a credit or debit card. Landlords can choose to take those fees on, but most leave them to their tenants. And actually most of the paid software also has those charges. I believe Appfolio charges 2.99% on credit cards. They might be up to 3.5 these days. So those are similar fees to other platforms out there. We also do screening reports. So you can get credit criminal eviction and verified income history on your tenants through Inago. We make money on those reports when we sell them. We sell renter's insurance. There's other opportunities for us to have high value products integrated within Inago where the tenant or even in some rare cases, the landlord is willing to pay for those individual products because that's what the market already dictates. But it doesn't mean that the software itself needs to cost money. We're trying to build an ecosystem in a marketplace that is so robust and so powerful and so easy to use and so essential for landlords that they want to take their online payments to Inago, that they want to take their tenant screening to Inago, that all the things that they're doing in these other platforms, they start bringing over to Inago, and we can bring on plenty of revenue in doing so. So I think that it's a bit of an understandable misconception that you have to pay an arm and a leg to get good software. You just need to make sure that the software and the people leading that software have set it up in an intelligent enough way that it is self-sustaining and it can continue to grow and get better and better. And I think we've definitely done that with Inago. So yeah, we offer listings, absolutely. Listing syndication to Zillow and Realtor and Zumper and Rental Source and a bunch of others. We offer tenant screening. We offer online payments. We offer maintenance ticketing. We offer communication with your tenants. You can sign documents through Inago. There's no cost whatsoever to that. Why pay for HelloSign or DocuSign when you can do it for free within Inago? We offer a whole host of features I think people would be very surprised to see, especially coming from a free software. And and actually, when we're training up new team members that are going to be on the front lines talking to customers, especially new signups or even sort of in the sales department, the number one objection we teach them about is people aren't going to believe you. They're going to say, I don't buy it. What's the catch? You have to be prepared to handle that because we are in a unique position where everyone expects our software to either be a dud or to have some bait and switch built into it. And neither of those things are true. It's excellent software that is what it says it is. And our cost is truly free for these landlords. So that's the biggest objection. I always encourage people, just go take a look at it. Just give it a shot. I think you'll be surprised by what you find. And it really does have a robust set of features available to landlords. (laughs) Dave, I wasn't necessarily expecting this. I probably should have been. Going back to the advice that I give landlords with small portfolios and aspiring landlords, the two things that I typically say free platforms are good for are your two revenue drivers, which is the screening reports and processing rent payments. Sure. So I don't necessarily tell people that free platforms are not worthwhile. My recommendation is based on my own assumptions, what I think a free platform is going to do well for you. And my advice has been that the thing that drives revenue for them is the thing that they do well, which is the screening process and collection of friends. You mentioned a robust maintenance ticketing platform. Tell me more about what that looks like and what all Inago can do for maintenance requests for these landlords. I'm glad you brought that one up because another thing that you mentioned that I didn't touch on is the fact that as these landlords that you're giving advice to grow or as they prepare to grow, that they oftentimes hire employees and that most free software, oh, what am I going to do? Share my login with these other people and give them full access to my financial history? 
or give them access to my bank accounts via this platform or changing the bank accounts or whatever. And that's obviously a security risk. It's an inconvenience. There's all sorts of drawbacks to that. Inago has multi-user setup. You can add a maintenance person to Inago. You can give them access to particular properties or particular kinds of maintenance tickets. And when those tickets come in, they're automatically sent to that maintenance personnel. That person can then go and act on that. They can resolve that issue. They can communicate with the tenant. They can leave notes, add pictures, add all sorts of information to that ticket. If you have somebody that's going to work on a maintenance ticket that you haven't added as a user within Inago, you haven't given them direct access, or as we all know, there's certainly plenty of highly skilled contractors that are not the most tech savvy people in the world, may not be interested in having their own Inago account. You can forward the ticket to them. Click a quick button enter their email and it'll send all the details off to them in a really clean summary so that they can go act on it. Tenants can grant access to the property. They can officially provide that access so that you have it digitally recorded that they have granted that access to go in. They can take pictures and video themselves. We have a mobile application for both tenants and landlords and users. So the tenant can, of course, from their phone, take a picture or a video of that dishwasher that's making the funny sound. And instead of your maintenance personnel having to go out there, they can say, oh, I know what that is. Try flipping the switch in the back or whatever simple advice it is. So there's actually a lot built into it. And a lot of that is really built around that multi-user setup and allowing other people to access information that you control so that they don't have access to everything on your account, just what you would like them to have access to. Quick follow-up question, Dave, and then I think this will segue naturally into another concern that I know that a lot of self-operating landlords have. Who is uploading those maintenance tickets into Inago? Do tenants have the ability to create a maintenance request through the platform, or is it the landlord who's doing those things? Again, I think the difference that you'll find in Inago is that it's the depth with which we've built these features. And the answer to your question is both. Tenants can do it. Landlords can do it. Users can do it. Landlords can decide that actually, you know what? I don't want my tenants doing it. Only I can do it. And they can turn that feature off for their tenants. So there's a great degree of control for these landlords to use it in the way that they want. But most landlords have it on for everybody. So the tenants can go and create a ticket. What I often tell landlords is that communication is really the key to management. And if you have a scenario in which a tenant submits a maintenance ticket for an issue and let's say 48 hours you show up and you fix it, they're chomping at the bit for 48 hours and having a bad experience. Whereas in contrast, if you have a tenant that submits an issue and within an hour you send back a message and say, we'll have this taken care of in 72 hours. Ironically, the second example is often the happier tenant, right? Because they got that quick response. So you want a platform that allows them to make those tickets and enables you to quickly respond to them. But if that doesn't make sense for your business model or you want to handle it differently, we totally understand. And that's why we give landlords the ability to turn that feature off on the tenant facing side if they need to. We'll get back to the show with the first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet for anyone to see? The answer is more than you think. Government records, social media posts, even your self-reported info, it's all being compiled by data brokers and sold to the highest bidders online. Anyone on the web can get your private details. This can lead to a higher risk of identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. I hate those spam calls. Well, I recently found a solution, and this is a new service called Delete Me. When I registered with Delete Me, they reviewed nearly 1,500 online listings and found more than 40 data brokers that had my personal info, my address, social security number, even info about my relatives. It's creepy stuff. 
right at this moment, Delete Me is working to remove my information from those listings so I can take back control of my personal info and have a peace of mind I deserve and you deserve. Delete Me is on a mission to safeguard your privacy, and right now you can get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash Joe. Use promo code Joe. Only way to get your 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash Joe. Enter promo code Joe at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash Joe. Promo code Joe. Stay safe out there. Deciding how to invest your capital is more challenging than ever. That's why it's never been more important to partner with a company with a solid track record and that has thrived through various economic cycles. Companies like BAM Capital. BAM Capital is a trusted multifamily syndicator that has delivered a historical average of over 35% IRR with an average hold period of three and a half years. BAM Capital's never missed a preferred payment, never lost an LP's investment, and never called capital past the subscription amount. BAM Capital is currently raising capital for a fund designed for accredited investors targeting a 15 to 20% IRR and a 2 to 2.5x equity multiple to its investors over a three to five year hold period. If you're an accredited investor and you want to learn more about multifamily investment opportunities with BAM Capital, visit capital.thebamcompanies.com. Again, that's capital.thebamcompanies.com. I know when the operation of my management portfolio was not my primary gig, making sure that there was someplace other than my cell phone that my tenants could report concerns was really important to me because I wanted to know that the concerns could be addressed faster than I personally could get to them. So that makes a lot of sense. I'd like to give you a couple of scenarios and either have you, Dave, explain directly how Inago tackles these scenarios or explain the advice that you would give landlords in these cases. Sure. The first one is, let's say it's me. And let's say I have between 10 and 20 units here in scatter plot sites around Cincinnati, Ohio, and you're giving me advice, Dave. I'm about to go on a two to four week business trip or vacation, but I'm going to be out of the Cincinnati area myself with very limited access to internet and phone service, either because I'm busy with work or because I'm busy with play for an extended period of time. And it's almost guaranteed that something is going to go wrong or something is going to need to happen while I'm gone. I have an active rental listing and I want to get that apartment filled. I don't want to wait until I get back home or there's going to be a maintenance issue or there's going to be a contractor who needs to be working somewhere in one of my properties. How is Inago helping me during that two to four week time period where I, as the operator, am going to be out of town? Well, the fact that you can access it from anywhere is a foremost thing. So if a tenant does have a maintenance ticket that comes up, it's very easy for you to receive that. You can be across the globe and get a ping for an email or a notification on the mobile app that a new maintenance ticket has been created. Like I mentioned, it's also easy to forward that issue to somebody else. So hopefully you have some boots on the ground that you've left that you can rely on to check in or take care of whatever that issue is. Or if it's a larger issue, you have some trusted contractors in that specialization space that can take care of the AC not working or the plumbing issue or whatever it is. So the transparency that it provides you, the access that it provides you is the most important piece. Now, that's not unique to Inago. That's really any cloud-based app or application that you're going to utilize is going to let you have that but it's certainly one of the big values of moving to a more modern property management platform. 
But like I mentioned, having other users that have access to your account is also really helpful. Anytime somebody does something in Inago, we record which user it was. So if invoice was changed or deleted or a lease date was changed or anything under the sun, it's going to say who did it. You have that audit trail for yourself. So you can feel very comfortable giving them access for a period of time. So let's say you have somebody that typically acts as your leasing agent, somebody that does showings for you, that does the screening for you, maybe even handles the leases themselves initially. We have a role for that within Inago, or you could build a custom role for that. Now, let's say that when you decide to go away, you reach out to your leasing agent. You say, do you mind while I'm gone for a few weeks, just kind of be in charge of triaging maintenance tickets or issues that pop up with the tenants? And Jim says, yeah, no problem. I'd be happy to. And during that period of time, you give him increased access. You can easily do that in Inago. You just go into his user profile and check a couple of boxes, give him access to a few more modules and features. And suddenly he has more transparency than he had before. You could give him that access for that period of time. And when you return, and fingers crossed, he didn't actually need it. Nothing went wrong. But when you return, you could flip that access back off. So while you're gone, he's got access. He can step in. He can take care of issues. When you come back, you can take that away and move him back to just a normal leasing agent for yourself. So there's a number of different features that are going to help assist you in that. But I do think really fundamentally as a landlord, the key is you got to have boots on the ground. Ultimately, you got to have somebody you can go to to resolve issues that, like you said, always seem to pop up at the most inconvenient times. In this scenario, Dave, is there anything that you would say that Inago is not able to do for its landlord clients? For this particular scenario or just in general? Yeah, I'm going to be gone for two to four weeks. Hopefully, yes, I can find someone else who's here in Cincinnati who can be watching for maintenance tickets and prospective tenant inquiries. Is there anything that you think that Inago was not going to be able to help me with while I'm gone? Well, Inago's not going to fix the plumbing issue. <laughs> we are just software, so we really only extend as far as the software extends. Not really. I think we have coverage from most everything you would need. Dave, the biggest piece of advice that I think I got from you in that scenario is that if I'm the kind of person who has a busy career and also rental property on the side that I self-manage, if I know I'm going to be going out of town and hopefully I can go on a vacation every once in a while and not just have to travel for work, I really do need to have other boots on the ground here where I am who can help me out in a pinch or when I'm out of town. And Inago is well equipped to help me give that friend or employee or what have you here locally the access to the information that they would need to fill my shoes while I'm gone for a couple of weeks. Is that fair? That's exactly right. The advice is find the person who can be boots on the ground when I cannot, and then adjust the settings in Inago to give that person the access to all of the information that I have that they need. Exactly. Yep. Does your advice change at all for someone who has just received orders that they are being deployed, they're in the armed forces, and they're going to be gone for at least 12 months. They don't have any intention of selling their current portfolio. They want to continue to own and to some degree operate it. Let's assume they're already a happy Anago user. What advice do you have for them when it comes to the self-management of their portfolio from afar? 
for a long period of time? We actually work with a lot of these people. I can think of many conversations I've had with a variety of landlords that are in that exact space that are deployed over in Germany or somewhere in Europe or anywhere across the globe. Some even just U.S. territories far away. I think the advice doesn't change that much. I think just the relationship that you have to that person might change a little. So you'd still need those boots on the ground. You still need somebody that can man the fort for you. And that person doesn't necessarily need to be capable of solving every problem under the sun. They just need to be capable of coordinating and organizing a solution for it. It's just like if somebody leaves the property, somebody moves out and you need to fill a new rental. Sure, you can do virtual tours, but in some locations that just doesn't fly. You're not going to get enough interest with virtual tour only that people are going to want to go see it physically. Sometimes it's not up to you, it's up to the market. And if that's the case, you've got to have somebody that can just go let them in and let them look around the property somebody that you can trust to do so. So I think ultimately, yes, you just need to have somebody that you have that can be a representative of you. It can be a family member. It can be a friend. It can be a handyman that you hire, that you trust. I think, again, that relationship just becomes more and more important the longer you're going to be away. Of course, if you truly feel like you can't find that or don't have that, that's the kind of place where you might turn to property management. The issue is the property management is expensive and it removes you from the properties even further. So the quality of the service that you're offering, it's possible that it takes a hit with a little bit less control on your end. There's more quality control when you're more involved in the properties, when you're self-managing. So you certainly can turn to property management when you've got to. It makes sense for some people, but if you can find somebody to be your representative locally, I think that's the best way to go. And again, Inago offers a lot of features that will facilitate that relationship and that management even across the world. That makes a lot of sense. We unfortunately do not have a time for a full-blown lightning round here, but Dave, I do want to ask you one last question. What is the biggest mistake that you see self-managing landlords make? And How is it that you've seen landlords overcome that mistake or what advice do you have for them? The biggest mistake that I see, especially for self-managing landlords, is not prioritizing the tenant's experience and communication with those tenants in particular. I think it was Buildium, actually. Our buddies over at Buildium did a survey a year or so ago where they asked tenants, The number one complaint that they have about landlords and one of their most common reasons for moving in 60 to 70% said communication. And then when they asked the landlords whether or not they prioritize communication, only 10 or 15% said that they do. That's a pretty wide gulf and it represents a real opportunity for landlords. You need to communicate with your tenants, not just respond to texts, but giving them the rules of the road, setting expectations for them, establishing how you want them to live within your space something that you might have even built with your own hands or remodeled with your own hands and you're giving it over to them. And the way that you establish that relationship is really, really important. So just as an example, one of the things that we do at our units, and I actually stole this from another landlord, is when a tenant moves in, we spend 20 bucks on some basic cleaning supplies. We give it to the tenant. We just say, we love this place. We hope you'll love it too. And we hope you'll treat it as such. And just that alone can go such a long way in making them consider it more of a home and making them think more about how they're treating the property, how they're behaving in the property, et cetera. And it's a nice gesture. It's not a lot of money to spend, but it's a nice little gesture. Another thing that we do also stolen from another landlord is around the holidays, usually Christmas is the holiday that we pick. We give our tenants a gift card to a local restaurant. 
again at 25 bucks, maybe 50 bucks, just depending. It's not a lot of money off the top, especially when you consider the full rent that they're paying over the course of a year. But it goes such a long way. We've gotten thank you notes from tenants saying how much it means to them to know that they have a landlord that thinks about them and wants them to enjoy life in the property. Now, that doesn't always make sense for everybody, but I think that demonstrating to your tenants that you care, communicating with your tenants, establishing how you want that relationship to be handled moving forward can go such a long way in making the tenants happier and making them better tenants. And you know better than most, I'm sure, Slocum, that a good tenant that sticks around for a long time, that pays their rent, that treats your property well and is low maintenance is worth their weight in gold. So anything you can do to establish that style relationship with somebody and move things in that direction is just incredibly valuable for you as a landlord. That makes a lot of sense. Real last question. Where can people get in touch with you? You can email me. My email is very simple. It's dave at inago.com. You can also interact with Inago on social media. We're on all the major platforms and you can reach us at our website, inago.com. That's I-N-N-A-G-O. And if you haven't checked it out before, I really encourage you to. I think you'll find it's a little different than a lot of the other software on the market. Awesome. Well, Dave, thank you. Best ever listeners, thank you as well for tuning in. If you've gained value from this episode, please do subscribe to our show. Leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend you know we can add value to through our conversation today. Thank you and have a best ever day. Thanks, Loco. Hi, best ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and best ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the best ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access. And you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.